Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Moses. I'm Day. And I'm Ree. And I'm Ruby. Low key, it took you a while to respond. I was like, can she hear us? <laughs> me? Yeah. I feel like, did it you feel the delay, Ree? Did you feel the delay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so not sure. <laughs> you were like, maybe it had a delay like Ruby. going into my brain, like my ear. <laughs> me and Reba look like she goes she goes like no (laughs) honestly though I get so in my head about saying the the right thing that about saying your name telling myself (laughs) yes that I was telling myself as Reba was saying her name I was like Ruby and Ruby and Ruby like (laughs) like how many that was delayed response so sorry everyone you had this name your whole life (laughs) you contemplate on how to say anxiety (laughs) oh god oh no what are you drinking water if you believe it (laughs) (laughs) yikesies what are you drinking I went back to my booth, Stella Rosa. Okay. Rosé. Stella Rosa Rosé today. That's what I'm on. I'll have water. I did have a Dr. Pepper, but fun fact, I only it's drink deep. Dr. Pepper when I'm pregnant. If I'm not pregnant, I don't want that shit. It's, it's really not my favorite at all. <laughs> I really only drink Sprite for the most part. But when I'm pregnant, these babies like Dr. Pepper for some reason, so... <laughs> I don't know what it is. (laughs) Um, anything interesting happened this week, y'all? I actually absolutely. (laughs) What happened? Am I missing something? Um, No, Zach decided we were going to be spontaneous. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Me too. It feels like a fever dream. Zach finally got, they gave him like extra days off work because he's just been working so much. And so he had, he usually has Sundays, Mondays off. And so he had last Friday, Saturday and Sunday, Monday off. So he was like, let's go to Colorado. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> In a panda case though. <laughs> so we ended up going to Colorado for just over the weekend. And then our flight back was canceled because of the freaking blizzard that we were stuck in and so then we (laughs) so then we drove back on monday and we have not caught up on sleep at all so but you know what it was worth it i'm not a spontaneous person at all you better give me a three weeks notice on anything you want to do with me (laughs) because i must plan i must mentally prepare so that was really out of my comfort zone but it was worth it it was so fun but when she told me they were going to Colorado, I was like, y'all should have gone to the beach or something. Like, I still got PTSD from when it snowed in Texas. I wouldn't go to Colorado. Hell no. <laughs> nah, I still got I PTSD. Was so, I, was, I, was, at first, I was so upset, but, you know, it is so beautiful there. I was like, you know what? And they, you know, have good um, generators and they, like, prepare the roads and fix the roads. Yeah. The snow was cleared off the roads, like... Oh, overnight well, like that's nothing how was left everywhere like, they were all on that shit it's not just not here milwaukee by the time you blink you get it'll be 42 inches of snow by the time you wake up in the morning your ass going to school work or wherever else you gotta be but it's getting done <laughs> so, 
Yeah, we don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have that in Texas. Texas oh. be like, oh my god, an inch. Shut this shit down. I used to love it. I used to be like, oh, it's snowing tonight. We ain't going to school. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, if it was just sleeting outside, we wasn't going nowhere. They canceled everything. Nope. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Re, anything interesting happened to you this week? Hell no. Hell no. no. You sound disappointed. I'm just out here just living a dream. You know what I'm saying? Living just enough for the city. That's it. That's it. That's all that. I'm doing. I feel that. Well, I don't think <laughs> I don't think anything interesting happened to me either. I don't did anything happen to me, Ruby? I feel like if something interesting happened to me, Ruby would though. <laughs> uh, our dryer broke, so that was fun. Yeah, we had to get a new dryer. But I had to get a whole and new one. Let me let me tell about my husband because he gets on my damn nerves. <laughs> so he's been having this washer and dryer that we have for like 10 years or like front loaders, whatever. Okay. He got them like, you know, when they first came out and some shit, you know. And so I was trying to dry some clothes and um I realized I'm having to re I don't never have to restart this dry. I'm just restarting this like seven, eight times and it's still my my clothes ain't dry. So I call him, he at work. He's like, God damn it, can't ever have nothing. It's always something that gotta go wrong. Blah, blah. Y'all as, know how as if it's not 10 years old, if as, as if it's brand new, like y'all just got it yesterday. <laughs> y'all know how dr- <laughs> y'all know how dramatic my husband is. So he gets home, he closed that night. So he didn't get home till like 10, 11 o'clock. And so he's in there and then he wakes me up in there trying to fix it. So he claims that he's going to be able to fix our dryer. So we went to Lowe's and got the cheapest motherfucking dryer they got in there. So that's what I have now. Next to my front loader, nice washing machine. We got this cheap ass dryer. That all <laughs> it got is a stimmy and go get another dryer. <laughs> and I told him while we were there, because I went with him to Lowe's, I was like, I think that, you know, since these are washing dryers pretty old, like, I mean, they still work, obviously the dryer doesn't, but like, we should go ahead and just, it'll make more sense down the road if we go ahead and get a washer and dryer at the same time as a package deal, because it's going to be cheaper. So he's like, nah, nah, we're just going to get this cheap dryer. I'm going to fix this shit. I'm going to fix this. So I'm like, okay. But then we get home and he talking to my mama, talking about, yeah, we probably should have just went ahead and spent two grand and got the uh, got the washer and dryer. And he didn't know I was, so I came out and like, oh, really? Really? That's what you think? Like, what the fuck I just said three hours ago? But whatever. And I got this cheap ass dryer. It works, but it's ugly. So... My dryer broke like a couple months ago, and I called this company like, "Hey, can you guys fix dryers?" And they came and fixed it. But I was like, "I do not want to have to buy a fucking because you want a new set. You don't just want. I don't want <laughs> a fucking red washing machine and a blue dryer, motherfucker. Exactly. I, want... <laughs> I need brothers and sisters. You know, I need twins, <laughs> not fraternal. Yeah. Well, that was. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I don't think he's going to be able to fix the dryer, so I think we're going to end up getting new shit anyway. And then he's just going to sell this other dryer because I'm not keeping it. It's ugly. I don't want it. So there's that. But anyway, I guess we can get started this week. Who wants to go first? I, I will. I'll go first. All right, let's do it. It sounds so. This story sounds so familiar that, you know, if you did it, just... 
Shut the fuck up and let me finish. <laughs> that's that's no, how I feel about my said. stories for the next couple of weeks. Like, I don't know if no. somebody did this, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> no, like I said, y'all better keep the same fucking energy that y'all gave me. When but it's I not gonna it, be so the same y'all. it's not gonna be the same because you were the first person that did it like it's not gonna be like damn it's this always the first time me. this happened it's always fucking me <laughs> you know what? it'll be the new Never. listeners it'll be no. great for the new listeners hey maybe say like, maybe they didn't hear it last time <laughs> nice <What> refresher <laughs> all right so wait <laughs> i'll just crack it up thinking about when ruby did that story she got halfway through before we realized <laughs> but i was yeah, like but i'm like let me finish y'all i was like this didn't no, sound familiar you, but i don't think it's for me i was like but it's probably not i was like i don't want to interrupt her and i'm story. wrong it was the one you did like two weeks before but the thing is <laughs> like nobody told you to stop though we just noticed it and called it out and you just like abruptly was like i'm done <laughs> yes yeah, because y'all were texting me blowing up all this laughing and shit making fun of me even because i i was the first one to do it <laughs> So I had to stop. I was embarrassed. My feelings were hurt. <laughs> all right. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Ree. All right. All right. All right. Um. So this week I got Nanny Doss, aka the Giggling Granny, aka <laughs> Lady I almost Bluebird. Did her this week. I almost did her. <laughs> so. Nanny was a wild one, like yikes. Um, <laughs> she was born in uh 1905 in Alabama. Um, like most crazies, um, she was raised by her mom and her dad. He was like super controlling, she hated him, her mom hated him. They were just living in a hating ass house, so like at around seven. She hit her head on a metal bar when they were riding on a train. And uh, after that, she kind of just like had blackouts and depression and whatever. Um, So (laughs) this is crazy. So her dad didn't like her and her sister to wear makeup. He said it would keep them from being raped and molested. I don't know when the fuck that ever stopped somebody from raping or molesting, but okay. 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 <laughs> um, okay. Daddy okay. Goofy, because even after saying that, he ends up letting her get married at 16. So, so she married some dude she was working with named Charlie. They only had dated for like four months. And Paul was like, go ahead, get married. And I guess did she you say didn't Paul want to. or Paul? Her Paul. Oh, her Paul. I thought she said Paul. Her Paul. Paul? <laughs> so when did we say that? Was Alabama. So I'm pretty sure she called him Paul. Um, <laughs> so she married Charlie. And Charlie was a mama's boy. So mama lived with Charlie and Nanny. <laughs> Charlie's mama wouldn't even let Nanny's mama come by and she kind of had a little attitude about that like well my mama can't spend the night but your mama fucking live here so um between 1923 and 1927 they ended up having four kids 
and it was just like really driving nanny nuts. So she started drinking and smoking cigarettes like a maniac. Um, oddly enough, probably from the drinking, Charlie and nanny thought each other was cheating on each other. So um, <laughs> in 1927, the two girls they had in the middle just died. They don't know what happened. They said maybe it was food poison. We don't know. But they died. So Charlie jumped up and took his firstborn daughter. Mind you, there's still another daughter there. But he takes the firstborn daughter and leaves. Leaves his mom there as well. So he leaves. While he's gone, his mom dies. So Charlie comes back with the oldest daughter, Melvina. What a name. So he brings her back and comes back with a with a new boo and new boo's kid and was like, here, you can have this baby back. I'm out. He claims he left because he was scared of her, which is probably the best thing for him. Um, I guess he was like thinking he left his mom and his daughter, his kids there and was, I guess he was feeling like, you know what? Hey, you know what? Better than than me. Because um, after that, um, Nanny ends up getting married a second time to Robert Franklin Harrelson. So he was an abusive alcoholic, but they ended up staying together for 16 years. So um, during this time, Melvina has grown up. She's an adult and she ends up having two kids. One of those kids dies immediately after birth. Now, Melvina is off, you know, daisy and groggy because, you know, duh, had birth. Um, but she thought she saw her mom take a pin and stick it in the baby's head. But nobody could confirm it. And the doctors were just like, oh, you know, babies die. We don't know. <laughs> so, so, um, Melvina and her husband, like, you know, were so distraught and heartbroken that they ended up breaking up. So Melvina, much like her mom, uh, found a new boo, just like that. But Nanny didn't like him. And uh, one night after her and Melvina had like a huge argument out of nowhere, just out of the blue, Melvina's second son died. And Nanny ended up getting $500 from the life insurance policy. I don't know what the hell that $500 did, but I guess in the 60s or whatever, the 20s, maybe that was a lot. So um, the guy that um, Nanny had married, Robert, got drunk one night and raped her. And Nanny was like, not again, motherfucker, because she found his moonshine and poured poison in it and he woke up dead. So you know what, that one I can get behind. <laughs> that one I can get behind. <laughs> so now you would think maybe she would try to chill. Nope. Nanny then got married a damn again to a man she met and only knew for three days. So it didn't take too long for him to die. Because she whatever, something happened to him. He just he woke up dead like Robert. And um they were living in his sister. They were living in a home that he left to his sister. So Nanny wasn't gonna get shit. So she burned it down and ended up 
getting the insurance money from that. And that one was like a way bigger settlement than the 500 that she got. And so she moved to North Carolina with her sister who was already sick. And what do you think happened when Nanny got there? <gasps> Fucking right, she died. The damn sister died right after Nanny got there. So now here we journey into 1952. And Nanny then got married a fucking again. <laughs> and this time she poisons her mom and poisons him. Now, my, this is May 1953. Okay. June 1953, Nanny ass is married again to a minister named Samuel. Now, People liked Samuel because he was a, a minister. So when he died, people were like, oh, hell no. Like, no, this ain't going to work. So his doctor ordered an um, autopsy and they saw that he died from, he had a whole lot of arsenic in his system. So the police arrested her like immediately. And uh, now they only thought she killed Sam. But when she got in there, she was like, yep, I killed my mama, them kids, them other kids. <laughs> all my husbands all of them so um she pled guilty they gave her life they didn't want to uh give her death penalty because she was a woman this is in oklahoma which is they they don't mind you know throwing you in a chair or strapping you to a bed or something but um since she was a lady they didn't want to kill her so she ended up dying anyway from leukemia in 1965 that was just karma. You know, I mean, I'm just blown that she just was finding men like, like what y'all doing? You want to get married? All right. Sound good. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. In the social media world, I mean, you know, people would have found out quicker. Like, hey, this bitch killed oh, yeah. everybody. But in the 20s, <laughs> You could just move, you know, move a couple blocks away and you'll be a brand new person. Like nobody's paying attention. You're right. I mean, maybe, maybe Nanny could throw it back and she was able to hit. <laughs> Did you say maybe she, she can throw it wild. back? <laughs> <laughs> throw that yeah. ass in a circle. <laughs> you never know. Oh, Lord. Something. Oh, yeah, that's in a circle. Yeah, that whopper, something. Because yeah. Jesus, that's a lot of husbands. <laughs> like, yeah. Backing him up. Charlie was the only one smart enough to chunk her to deuces. Well, at least he got out. Charlie was like, "Hell no, hold the phone, Tyrone." Wait, was he the one that left his mama there with her too? <laughs> Hell yeah, trifling. <laughs> <laughs> selfish selfish lord well i guess i'll go next um because i also have a charlie charles uh, <laughs> charles uh starkweather <clears throat> he's a spree killer so somebody that killed a lot of people in a short period of time um he was born november 24th 1938 he was the third of seven children um, he suffered from a speech impediment, so that caused him to be picked on a lot. But as he got older, he began kind of seeking revenge on the people that were bullying him. So he became the bully. Um, so 
fast forward to 1956 and he's uh, 18 years old, he's introduced to a 13-year-old girl named Carol Ann Fugate who introduced him. She was Carol's older sister who Charles used to date. So she decided to introduce him to her 13-year-old sister because it didn't work out with them. Um, so at this point, he's a high school dropout, um, just holding on in odd jobs, not really making a whole lot of money. Um, and you know, since he really wasn't working like a crazy job, he was able to visit Carol every day when she got home from school. Um, so they'd visit and one day, um, he decided to teach her how to drive and she crashed the car but the car was owned by his dad. So his dad paid for the repairs, but because he let his unlicensed girlfriend, not his 13 year old girlfriend, because he let his unlicensed girlfriend drive the car, his dad banished him from the house. Banished. So, <laughs> banished. <laughs> um, so, November, his first murder happened November 30th, 1957. He became very angry at a, ga- at a gas station attendant because the uh, attendant wouldn't sell him a teddy bear on credit at the gas station. So uh, Charlie, little Charlie over here, decided to pull out a shotgun. He robbed the guy of $100 and then drove him to a remote area and shot him in the head. Fast forward oh. to... Yeah, yeah, I don't, they didn't say like what happened, like if the cops knew it was him or what, but I don't know. But fast forward to January 21st, 1958, he went and picked up Carol. Um, Her parents didn't agree with their relationship for obvious reasons. Um, And he, her parents had told him to stay away. So because he told them to, told him, because they told him to stay away, he shot them and strangled her two-year-old sister to death. Um, he then hid the bodies behind the house. Um, he and Carol stayed in the house for a few days until the police were called. Um, but then he ends up driving. They ended up escaping before the police got there. And he drove to a family member's home. And I guess the family member was like, no, nah, you can't stay here. So shot him and his dog, then fled the scene. Um, they then wrecked their car. So these two teenagers gave them a ride. Um, he shot the guy in the head and then attempted to rape the girl, then shot her too. Um, then they drove to this like wealthy neighborhood. They went into um, this guy's home and the husband and wife weren't home yet, but the maid was there. So they stabbed the maid to death, killed the dog. Then the wife got home, stabbed the dog. Then the husband got home. So they shot him. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And this whole time, like, Carol claims that she was being held hostage because he said that her family wasn't, like, he he was holding her family hostage and she just had to do what he said and she would let them go, let her go to her family. But, like, they were already dead. And he says that she was there the whole time and knew what the fuck was going on. So he said, she said, I don't know. Um... But at this point, there's multiple sightings of them. Everybody knows what they're doing, um, but they're still on the run. For some reason, the police can't catch them. 
until some random day where um, they find this guy sleeping in his car. So they killed him, stole the car. Then the car stalled out. So this guy stopped to help, but Charles didn't want his help, I guess. So they got into like a fight and he threatened him. And it just so happened that a cop pulls up. So then Carol runs to the cop and it's like, it's Starkweather. He's going to kill me. So she stays with the cop. And then he jumps in the car, drives off. So the police chase ensues and this cop ends up shooting through the car and it hits him. So he starts bleeding. So he stops and surrenders because he he thought he was going to bleed to death. Um, But they end up catching both of them that way. Um, They were extradited to Wyoming. Um, he char- he is charged. Um, he, well, he had changed his story multiple times. First, saying that he had kidnapped Carol and that she had nothing to do with it. Then says that she was a willing participant and ends up testifying against her. Um, but he gets sentenced to death um, and executed by electric chair on June twenty fifth, nineteen fifty nine. Um, he didn't give any last words, but he did write a letter to his dad saying, "I'm not really sorry for what." for what I did because for the first time me and Carol had fun um and then Carol received life but she was paroled in June of 1976 after only serving 17 and a half years so so she was out like when she's like 31 32 well she's got kids running around here now probably I don't know but yeah, she tried to claim that like she had nothing to do with anything, but like it's they it's, they speculate that she did a lot of the killing of the women and he would kill the men and the dogs. Mm. I was about to say, you know what I just keep thinking about is the fact that did you have to kill the dogs? Yeah, they killed two dogs, bro. And a two-year-old. The fuck? Crazy. Like I said it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy people, man crazy people but it's my story a lot crazier and well no i'm not even gonna say that (laughs) i guess i could just get away with it easier because like you know no dna like you really had to be reckless back then yeah to get caught yeah because like people were like like seeing them places and like reporting it to the cops but it's like everybody but the cops was seeing them and like (laughs) people would report that they were seeing them but like the cops wouldn't do anything but like they knew they were going around killing people for literally no reason. So all of those murders happened, I think, within like eight to 10 days. So in total, he mm. killed 11 people, including the gas station attendant. So that's crazy. Yeah. 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 Well, anywho, Ruby, let's hear it. <laughs> I'm about to piss y'all off. Is this another unsolved? Because I can't, well, I can't keep doing this. I really can't keep what? doing this. But guess what? We're going to do it in a really cool interactive way. Okay. So I'm basically. It's not really cool if we're line. not going to know what the fuck happens. Yeah. I just want your theories. So anyway. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to go through like, the timeline. <laughs> we're going to go through the timeline of it. And then kind of want all those like theories at the end of what but yeah it's still unsolved so sorry no sorry let's let's hear it (laughs) disappearance (laughs) of (laughs) (laughs) this is the unsolved disappearance of lauren spire i think that's how you pronounce it sorry 
Um, so <laughs> Lauren is an American woman who disappeared on June 3rd, 2011, after a night of partying at a bar in Bloomington, Indiana. She was a 20-year-old college student at Indiana University at the time of her disappearance, and her disappearance generated huge national press coverage, and yet it's still unsolved. So on the night of, um, on the night that she disappeared, Lauren was pottering, pottering? (laughs) she was partying with, (laughs) with several of her male friends, her boyfriend, Jesse Wolf said that he did not go out with um, her and her friends that evening. Um, But he said he was texting back and forth with her before going to bed. According to witnesses, Lauren was very intoxicated. Using video surveillance footage and witness statements, the police were able to create a timeline of her whereabouts before she disappeared. So here we go. So at 1230 a.m., Witnesses report uh, report that Lauren left her apartment with a friend named David Ron. The pair went to Jay Rosenbaum's apartment, and she met up with Corey Rossman, Jay's neighbor. Okay, so we have David, Jay, and Corey with Lauren right now. <laughs> At 1.46 a.m., Lauren is seen entering Kilroy's Sports Bar. At 2.27 a.m., she is seen exiting the bar with Corey. Lauren left her cell phone and shoes at the bar. See, this is why we don't go out with men, even if they're no just your shoes, no shirt, no service. Because I really don't have no shoes. They don't like help you make sure you have everything. Like women, before we leave, do we have our wallets? Do we have our keys? Do we have our phones? Do we, like everything. Do we have our fucking shoes. Why are our shoes off? I just, yeah. So, um. So she, oh, well, okay. So she had taken off her shoes when she walked out onto the the sand. There's like a sand covered part of the patio. So I guess she was just so drunk. She didn't pick them up after. I don't know. Still, we collect our things. So Corey walked with Lauren to her apartment complex. At 2.30 a.m., she is seen um, entering Smallwood Plaza apartments where um, she lives. A passerby named Zach Oaks noticed her level of inebriation and asked if she was okay. Corey reported replied she's okay I got it Zach stated that he told Corey to take her back to her room Corey cursed at Zach which led to an altercation in which Zach punched him knocking him to the floor Corey claimed that this blow caused him to lose his memory of the evening Lies. so at 242 <laughs> at 2.42 a.m um they exit the apartment complex police reported that Lauren did not go to her fifth floor apartment during the short visit Surveillance video shows Lauren stumbling and Corey helping her to her feet and walking out of the building. A few minutes later, she is witnessed by a bystander sitting down on a staircase and falling backwards, hitting her head on the concrete step. The noise of the impact was so loud that the bystander heard it and asked if she was all right. Like that's how how hard her head hit the concrete. Like you have to hit that shit hard for it to make the noise like that. And so she, the person asked if she was all right and the woman said that Corey replied to her and said, she's okay. I'll take care of it. So after they continued up the street, she's witnessed falling again. And because of how drunk she is, she didn't raise her hands to cushion the blow and her face just hit straight on the ground. So I'm more going like all these boom bops she had upside her head. I feel like maybe that's she what getting pushed. Her. She getting pushed. He doing something to her. That's how I feel. 
So a few steps later, she fell a third time. And then at that point, he started carrying her. At 2.48 a.m., after she left the apartment, she entered an alley that runs between College Avenue and Morton Street. Security cameras mounted on nearby apartments show her exit the alley at 2.51 a.m., so three minutes later, and she walked um, toward an empty lot. Her keys and purse were found along this route through the alley, so Lauren and Corey arrived at Corey's apartment shortly after. Michael Beth, his neighbor, was in his own apartment studying. Corey himself was super drunk and was stumbling too. He apparently vomited on the carpet on the way upstairs. So Michael stated that he escorted Corey to bed. He then tried to persuade Lauren to sleep over for her own safety. He claimed that Lauren said she wanted to return to her own apartment. So at 3, 3.30 a.m., um, Michael said he then phoned his neighbor, Jay, who was the beginning of the story, wanting him to take care of her. Um, He said that Lauren was attempting to get Michael to drink with her at her own apartment. She she eventually went to Jay's apartment, like next door, where he observed a bruise under her eye, which they think was from whenever she face planted. Um, She told him she didn't know how she got the bruise. Two calls were placed from Jay's phone shortly before she is reported to have left. Jay said Lauren placed both calls, one to David and one to another male friend. Neither picked up and no messages were left. At 4.30 a.m., Jay reports that she left the apartment. This is the last reported sighting of her. Um, He reported last seeing her at the intersection of 11th Street and College Avenue, headed south on college. Um, And she was last seen wearing black leggings, a white shirt, and no shoes. Um, several hours later that morning, her boyfriend, Jesse Wolf, sends her a text and he got a reply back from an employee at the bar because her phone was left there. And then he reported her missing. So, so they haven't found her. So we don't know if she's dead. We're, we're assuming she's dead. I guess so. Cause they haven't even found like a body or anything. In that case, I don't think she's dead. I think she got picked up by a sex mm. trafficker and she's in sex trafficking now. I believe it. So this, so this was, we love Reddit. This was like on Reddit. So some people were saying, so one person said from knowing people very well related to her at the university, They said that they always heard she died due to an overdose and the evidence was hidden by her shady male friends who were high level drug dealers on campus. And then someone commented under it saying that they, like they heard that too. So all those guys are drug dealers, Jay and whoever the fuck, I guess like that. They are like high profile, like drug dealers there. But a lot of people are saying that like, no, another one, which like could be true too, was that like, they think, that they could have like found her and she was like dead and they just panicked and like <laughs> hit her somewhere or something. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to be the one person that does not think she's dead. Hey, you never know. I don't think she's dead. I think she she's, is. I think she's Tupac in it right now. <laughs> hey. That's what I think. <laughs> what if she's like waiting to get the right revenge 
bro okay. what if she's like like freaking like y'all seeing salt how she come how she went into like that secret group or whatever and she come out and just start busting ass that's what she about to do mm-hmm. she's alive who, bitch. Who she about plays to in fuck that everybody movie, Angelina Jolie, bitch ass. Oh, yeah, I hate. I, that. I hate, yeah. I hate I, that I like that movie. I hate. You know what? I hate that I like that movie because I hate her. Never, She's a fucking homewrecker. She ever played in. Fucking homewrecker. Can't stand her. Refuse to watch anything she's in. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you me? do you hate her because she's a homewrecker too? Because that's why yes. I hate her. That is number Ruby. one. Now, Ruby, somebody. I Ruby, feel get, like okay. She I love the lady talk about Bond girl. She reminds me of the lady from Gone Girl. Like they just oh, put up something uh, where she's saying. So that. I no. So Day and I always like went back and <laughs> forth with this because I at one point was I was a Brangelina person. Like I lo- I loved it, and I actually cried when like they were getting divorced. But like I didn't know. Like you just didn't know really what's going on. I felt I feel bad for Brad, but no, I've never like I I love Jennifer Aniston no matter what. Like it was never like I liked Angelina Jolie more than her. No, what 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 happened with that was awful. But also, don't tell me you don't like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like that movie's so no. good. Like don't horrible even movie. Don't horrible. Even, I've seen don't it. Even whatever the fuck. I've whatever. seen it. Whatever. whatever. I've whatever. actually seen that. I don't like nope. it. Now, nope. Salt nope. Salt was a very good movie. That's the only thing I ever will admit that I've watched with her. Because you know how because I really ain't never watched a movie with her in it. That's if you do pick one. Well, I watched Gia when she played in that movie Gia, but that was long before the situation. The situation. Anything after that? I'm just so glad that you have the same reasoning behind this because Ruby like gets mad and she used to get so mad at me. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to talk about this lady. Like, why would we talk about her? Mm -hmm. I got nothing to say. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. Anywho, I think she's alive. So I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Lauren, if you're out there, if you're not, we're not disrespecting. Well, if she's in sex trafficking, like but I think. If well, if she, if she's in sex trafficking, like I think, she ain't gonna be able to say nothing. But I she's think probably... they sold her. If 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 she yeah, is, it's because they sold her. Mm-hmm. It could happen too. I think they had something to do with whatever she's doing right now. Definitely. Yep. Absolutely. If she's dead, yeah. if if whatever she's doing, because he was or not just too invested in not making her go to her apartment. Like, who doesn't say, "Yo, like." I don't care. Like, I don't care who I'm with. If I'm like that wasted, somebody's like, yo, get her home. She is unzo. Yeah. So for them to be like just traipsing her all across the city to the point that he gotta carry her. Come on, man. Come on. He was on something else. Yeah. And someone even commented on that. Oh my god. (laughs) What is what is Zach doing? I, I have no could, idea. He just laughed so loud. I can like, hear that. <laughs> that. scared me. I don't know. Well, <laughs> um, but no, someone even commented saying they were like, I'm 99% sure that her quote unquote friends like know what happened. Like, yeah, they not, definitely like, know what happened. No, this was nothing random. Yeah. They definitely know what happened. Of I just, course, I don't know. For some reason, I just don't think she's. I just don't think she's dead for some reason. I don't know. I'm just gonna be. But if she pop up alive one of these days, everybody gonna be. Everybody needs to know. They they called it okay. (laughs) (laughs) But anywho, even though it's unsoft, it's it's fine. But don't don't let it happen again. Um, (laughs) Oh. 
I just feel like the next episode she's gonna have another unsolved one. So this we're just gonna keep going down this fucking rabbit hole for the rest of our That's lives. So. Y'all keep telling me to not do them. I'm just gonna keep doing them. So I'll just yeah. would accept yeah. it. You know I what? Did, you limit know what? them. I control the screen here, the recording. I will mute you the whole episode. <laughs> fuck, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. They gonna be like, "What was y'all calling?" People want to hear me piss y'all off. Nope. Not here. Some for people it. like unsolved things. Who? I said Name me people. one. Name me one person. Guess Name what? We're gonna person. do an Insta poll. No, 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 no. No, on Tuesday we're gonna do an Insta poll. So when everyone listens to this episode, okay, we're gonna do an Insta poll. Okay. <laughs> because it's gonna affect a hundred percent. Hell no. <laughs> I hate them. Hell no. If I could vote, I think it's gonna be a nice no. mix. <laughs> I don't think so. I think no, because it's it, it's fucking irritating. To, to, to put it simply, well, it's fucking irritating. <laughs> put your thinking caps on, ladies. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Like, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just Daylin from Texas. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do about uh-uh. this? <laughs> no, after watching, I don't, or don't fuck with cats. I don't fuck with cats. <laughs> after watching, don't fuck with cats. Oh, that no, lady turned us into little people. Sherlock Holmes. Never seen it. <laughs> us commoners can do whatever. We can do whatever. Never seen it. It's I don't have show. Y'all need to watch it. <laughs> it is so it. good. It is kind of disturbing though, because there's some parts where like you, you don't really see him actually like killing the cats, but like you kind of and like you hear it. But like, I had to like plug my eyes and ears and have Zach tell me when it was that part. Plug, was plug your eyes. Plugged my eyes and you ears. Plugged your eyes. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. You yeah. plugged your eyes. Thanks for tuning in another week, guys, where I can just correct Ruby's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make that a segment, correct Ruby's bullshit. <laughs> Fact check. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. Well, do we have any thing we want to end the episode with as far as um what's our new segment we have i forgot what it's called no we just got to this week we got a goofy do we next three weeks we got goofies okay all right okay um (laughs) (laughs) so this one so a dude was getting married um didn't have everything he needed so the day before the wedding he robbed a bank so he could pay for the wedding ring i guess the band and the venue so (laughs) 36 year old heath bumpus was charged with aggravated robbery and i guess you know that the wedding was canceled and he didn't make it yeah yeah but um, in that situation, <laughs> but like depending on the venue, like most venues, yeah, you gotta yeah. pay that shit before the wedding day, anyways. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was the rest, and maybe they knew. Maybe they knew the person who owned the venue and was like, "Okay, yeah, you can give it to me day of. Give me the rest day um, of." Okay. Uh, but yeah, homie didn't have a wedding band. Or the venue paid for. That ring wouldn't even her size. (laughs) Imagine finding out your man was broke that way. (laughs) 
broken. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to marry somebody broke, you know, if that's who you want to marry. But like, oh, for no. sure. <laughs> 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 It's a lot of people out here with broke people, so you know, that's uh, not my cup of tea, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) no, all right, that's that's been another week of murder roses. I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Uh, make sure y'all tell a friend, tell a friend, listen to us, subscribe to us, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. We are going to start tweeting, I promise it's coming. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.